there, friends. Welcome to Whoa, That's Good. It's Wednesday, and today is going to be a really, really special day. I am doing something extra special today. I am hosting for my daughter, and I'm interviewing another daughter. Rebecca Laughlin is our special guest today, and um, we are going to talk about a lot of things. Like we, um, we definitely have been through a lot together, and so we have a ton of things to talk about. And I feel like Rebecca is kind of like the mysterious Robertson <laughs> because you haven't been on a podcast yet. And so this is funny that I need to tell you all this before we start. Sadie has asked Rebecca to be on a podcast. How many times? I don't know, but I just try to avoid it. <laughs> I know like every time she looked at me, I'm like, okay, don't ask me. <laughs> so Sadie has tried to get Rebecca on this podcast and Rebecca has said no every time. Why have you said no? Well, like speaking is not my strong suit <laughs> and I'm just like really not like, you know, I'm kind of shy when it comes to stuff like that. Like, and I just feel like, I don't know if I have something like really good to share, you know, just kind of makes me a little nervous and um remember the college uh, in college i took public speaking class that was like my worst nightmare well it's so. probably most people's worst nightmare so you're yeah. not alone in that it probably is but and also english is your second yes, language so totally and i feel like it's weird because i actually feel more com- comfortable in front of camera uh-huh instead of like podcast i feel like that's just like so focused on like where you're talking about okay. and you can really yeah express through, you know, right. You, like it's, that makes sense. So because yeah, you have been on Duck Dynasty. You were on Duck Dynasty, yeah. so people see you there and know you. And you're on Instagram and all the fun things. What's your Instagram account? Tell us that so they can find you. Oh, it's Rebecca Low Robertson. Yes. Okay. So yeah, and I can so, spell it, but yeah, that's all right. They can find you there. But um, so Rebecca has been um, a part of our family since she was 16 years old, and we're going to talk all about that. But um, yeah, Rebecca, you have a wealth of wisdom and knowledge, and you are so brave. At 16 years old, which I need to go back and tell the whole backstory, but she came into our family at 16 years old, and I will never forget her like getting off that plane and us seeing her walk off the plane. She was teeny tiny. She's like weighed like 90 pounds and this little bitty girl. And just to think of how courageous you were to do that and everything about your life, I have seen you overcome obstacles and been so create courageous and she's creative and talented and so gifted and we fell in love with her from the moment she joined our family so I'm so excited to talk to you today and to let the world kind of get to know you a little bit better so thanks for saying yes you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, with this summer, uh, since I'm hosting for Sadie while she's home, taking care of her two baby I girls. Know. I wonder if what Sadie Sadie was like, hey, I bet you can get Rebecca to do That's it. exactly what <laughs> she did. When you called me, I was like, okay, I guess I have to say yes to you. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sadie called me and was like, okay, since you're hosting for me, I have tried. This is like, Rebecca's like the hottest ticket in town. I've tried to get her on the podcast over and over again. She said no to me, but I bet she will not say no to you. So thanks for saying yes to me. Here you are. Here we are. All right. So first question is the question that we always ask on this podcast. And that is, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? So you asked me that the other day. So I was like thinking, this is kind of a hard question because there's so many things that people you know I've learned from so many people and I was just like kind of like hard for me just to pick one so I was thinking I was just like okay overall in life like if it's just not for a specific thing just like 
an advice for life. Um, I don't even know where I got it from. I think might be like one of the speaker or something at school Mm -hmm. from a teacher or something. Um, Someone said that um, the happiest people don't have the best of everything, but Mm. they always make best of like out of everything. That's so So instead of like they don't have like the finest thing that you think they have, that's Mm -hmm. not what makes them happy, but it's because they always make best of everything. That is so And good. so I thought that was really good because I've always kind of lived my life as like stay positive and mm-hmm. just, you know, always look at like what can you make best of everything mm-hmm. in the situation that might not always be yeah. you think it's good, you know. And so I love that so much. I think that's so important for us to like just sit on and think on. And if you have like a pen and paper, like write that down. Like the happiest people are not the people that have the best, best of, of everything, everything yeah. but the people that make the best of everything. Yeah. And it is is so much about our mindset mm-hmm. and how we like there's you can you see it in two people that are experiencing the same thing and one is like miserable and the other's like sees it as a challenge or yeah. adversity to overcome or something to you just look for the best in those things. Yeah. And you do you live your life that way. I love that. And like I feel like also just with social media you can mm-hmm. see like a lot of people is seeing other people what they mm-hmm. have and all yeah. this stuff but and it's easy to kind of feel like oh well I don't have what they have mm-hmm. you know but really what made you happy is gonna be what you make the best of what you already have That's you know so good and yeah so. that contentment and I think that contentment is so important we talk about that a lot Willie and I talk about that a lot and like I even think just even in our family like we would have never have gotten to where we got with even the show or, or the company Duck Commander even mm-hmm. making it if there wasn't that contentment within mm-hmm. the family of like, hey, we're happy with exactly who we mm-hmm. are and where we are and and whatever God throws at us, mm-hmm. we'll take. But if if things go the other way, we're still going to be happy and content yeah, exactly and I've, where we I've are. I've seen that through y'all. Like, because mm-hmm. like when I came in, it wasn't, it was way before that dynasty. Yeah. And it's like, you know, people always think like, oh, they must just, you know, like, like they're so happy or they're doing mm-hmm. this because, you know, they have the fame they have and it all. And I'm yeah. like, no, they were always always happy and always you know yeah the same like yeah. how they were before so that's so great mm-hmm. yeah and we've gotten to you know we know a lot of people who are really successful in this world with wealth and fame and fortune and all that but we know that that is not what brings you mm-hmm. happiness that's mm-hmm. not what sustains you you know mm-hmm. you can be happy in whatever circumstances but mm-hmm. it is about the mindset and yeah. where you are that's so good I love that great advice Becca <laughs> bringing it to the people today I love it okay so I wanted to I just thought since people don't really know a whole lot about your story probably you were on Duck Dynasty but whenever the show started you were in college you were away at LSU and majoring in fashion design, and then you went to LA for a little bit, and then you came back, and so people saw Rebecca, and I think there's like, also whenever you kind of know someone from a television show, you only see like that little piece of their life, mm-hmm. like that part, but you don't know all the things that brought you there, so mm-hmm. I thought, let's just go back to the beginning. Where did you grow up? What was your like childhood like? Tell us a little bit about that. So I grew up in Taiwan, and um, my family, they are like, when I grew up, we kind of travel a lot, and um, because my dad's job at the time, and we, you know, we, I guess, like, one of my sisters was born in Brazil, and I was born in Portland, Oregon, which is crazy, (laughs) 
And um, and then I have other siblings that was born in Australia. And I think just that kind of brought to kind of makes like me, it's easier for me to kind of reroute later on, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. because we yeah. were kind of travel a lot and mm-hmm. been to different country and, you know, yeah. like, I guess like, then like family being apart too. Yeah. So it wasn't like super hard That's- to be like, oh, well, how are you okay being apart from your family, mm-hmm. you know? Spring is a great time to start something new, right? So whether it's cleaning or a new hobby or a new audiobook, a good story is always a great way to start a new journey and Audible has all that you need. I come from a family of great storytellers, so I know Audible is the home of storytelling, which is where I want to be. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment together in one app. There's always something new to discover or you can rediscover some of your old favorites. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks from every genre like bestseller, new releases, memoirs, mysteries, and thrillers, business, and more. It is the destination for mind-blowing entertainment with selections of mystery and thrillers that will keep your heart racing. And with next listen recommendations, there's always something irresistible at your fingertips. Plus, members get full access to a huge and growing selection of included audiobooks and audible originals and even podcasts like, well, that's good. So you can download them or stream them anytime, anywhere. Audible members can also pick one title each month to keep from the entire catalog, which is some serious benefits, y'all. The newly included selection of titles makes your Audible membership even more valuable and gives you the chance to discover your next favorite thing. With thousands of titles available, you're definitely going to find something that you love all in one convenient app. So I know some of you are into, you know, thrillers, crime, mystery. And I got to be honest, that's not really been my thing. So I told Bella, okay, Bella, tell me what I could like listen to that wouldn't scare me, but I would like be into it. And she told me about this title called The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And so I started it and John Luke loved it too. And so I'm just now on the cusp of it. And y'all, let me tell you, it is very entertaining. You do want to listen to see what happened next. So if y'all are into that, Audible is a great place to find those too. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Woe or just text Woe to 500 500. That's audible, A U D I B L E dot com slash Woe or text Woe to 500 500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. But gr- gr- growing up in Taiwan, um, it was, I guess, <laughs> I'm trying to think, it was, it was, um, it was great. It's just very different, yeah. you know. And I had, um, I have four siblings. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it right? Oh, well, I'm one, you're of, one of four. One, one of I'm four. one of four. Yes. So I grew up in the big family, yes. but I was uh-huh. the baby. Yes, family, and I have two older oh, siblings. Oh yeah, we have to talk about that a little bit. Oh yeah, <laughs> Rebecca was the baby in her family, and sometimes the baby in your family can come with a little bit of. And I was like the true definition I, of a baby. Yeah. Because I'm not I, saying you were spoiled because you were not spoiled, but, but a little bit of like other people take care of everything yes. for you. Mm-hmm. And then she comes in. And I was our a lot family. younger than yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of my siblings. Yeah. And so your siblings kind of took care of you. Yeah. My sister, my sister, my sister was wiping my butt till I was like, 
like I don't know probably like, way too long I, she still talked about this like how I would be like I don't want to w- wipe my own butt because it's so gross <laughs> and she was like so you want me to wipe your butt like, oh yeah. my goodness that's so. hilarious yeah so Rebecca was like the true baby in the family then she comes into our home when she's at 16 years old and she's the oldest of of now five, like four, mm-hmm. we had four kids at the time. Uh, John Luke, Sadie, Will, and Bella. Bella was two. John Luke was like seven. So they were young, yeah. and you come in, and now you're basically like the oldest sibling. What was that like for you? It was so fun because that was one of the things I was like, when I signed up for exchange student, mm-hmm. that was one of the things I want to have like younger siblings too mm-hmm. because I love like taking care of kids and you know um remember being in Taiwan we'll have house church and then we'll have kids that come and I'll be the one that keeps yeah. all the kids so I've always wanted to be that big sister you know mm-hmm. and um but it was really also just like so different because I feel like I didn't really feel like I have like know that much or the authority uh-huh. over yeah like you know yeah. like even like Sadie will come up to me and ask me questions uh-huh. and I'm like I don't know what to tell you or just <laughs> even like girly yeah. advice or yeah. something and uh-huh. I feel like um or you know I feel like wait am I the one that's gonna be given like big sibling advice which yeah. uh, I don't really know much you know <laughs> and um so like, well, you did good. You did good. So whenever Rebecca comes into the family, like our kids were so excited. And so it was probably, I'm sure it was a little overwhelming because like they were crawling all over her from day I one. I remember there was one. Sadie talked nonstop. Yes. Sadie asked yes. all the questions. Yes. <laughs> and then Will was like, Will at that point, he really loved his friends and family but he overloved like he that kind of like he would like yeah. get so excited and like squeeze you. And Rebecca said she hug was kind of scared yeah. of him. He was three, but she was scared of him because he would hug her so tight or yes. squeeze her so tight. And then John Luke loved just having a buddy. I yeah. feel like you and John Luke were good little buddies. Yeah. And Sadie wanted to play all the games. But mm-hmm. yeah, you had to just be kind of like thrown in uh-huh. to this big family. But it was like the perfect family for me to be in. I just mm-hmm. like can't like. It's such a God thing how we end up, like, yes, together because, absolutely. like, it's just, it's crazy. Still just mm-hmm. so, yes. so shocked me how mm-hmm. everything came together. Yeah. I guess we can talk about we that. Tell that. Yeah. So looking back on it, um, one of the things that was really special, and Rebecca mentioned that she had house church in her family growing up, which was so special because she does come from a Christian family, which isn't necessarily necessarily that common I was probably the only one in our school wow in my class you know and of course we have friends growing up from church Mm -hmm. so we have a lot of Christian friends but at school like Mm -hmm. I I was probably the Mm -hmm. only one I remember we'll take field trip to certain places like you know to visit some temples and stuff like that and like you know like the teacher will like my Mom was sending a note, kind of like saying like, oh, there, there's certain things we probably won't do, you know, right. and just like religious stuff for, you know, mm-hmm. and going to do like the, see like certain temples temple and like that. the, yeah. Right. Buddha yeah. Things. Yeah. So that was one of the things that really drew me to Rebecca. So we decided to take an exchange student because um, I just always, I love travel and I love, I really thought it was so important for our kids to like learn about the world and to understand that the world is so much bigger than our little bitty place that we're occupying. And, you know, just those things that you learn when you travel and you see that like, oh, 
we're all really more alike than we all are different. And I just thought that was really important to kind of expose our kids to. So I was like, oh, how fun would it be if we get an exchange student and maybe we'll learn another language, which that did not happen. Well, I can't I, even count in Chinese. It's pitiful. It's terrible. That Sadie did not and Bella. They learned a little they bit. They learned a little bit. And we need to I get Sadie like, to say. I feel like Sadie can rap. Yeah. Sadie can yeah, rap, rap and sing the climb. She can yeah, sing the climb in Chinese. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we learned a little bit at the time. But anyway, all these these ideas. So I decide, you know, we want to do an exchange student. Willie and I decide. And so we're looking. They have like pictures and a little profile where um, about each student and I noticed yours and really why I ch- we chose you is because your mom had written I'm a Christian and a scientist and told a little bit about her but just that right off the bat just saying like I'm a Christian that's who I am I believe in Jesus and I love him and we thought oh what how special is that to be able to bring someone in our home from around the world who has the same beliefs as we have? So that was one of the reasons that I chose you. And um, you did, I think you said something in there about having, having a large siblings, family, yeah. having siblings. I was like, okay, she's used to a large family a little bit. So that would be good too. But tell from your end on kind of like how that all came about with us choosing you. Yeah. And so I think another thing was since my dad passed away when I was younger. And so one of the things my mom also put on the list was having a family that has both mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was the three top priority that she's mm-hmm. looking for and for me. And so I remember actually I was assigned to another family at first yeah. and to a family in New Mexico. And they had told me in the exchange student program, they were like, hey, you know, you're signed up with this family and I was getting ready to go to New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a few days later, they were like, actually, we have some, like the family just informed us, like, you know, they're getting a divorce mm. and the, the mom still would like to take an exchange student. But we know that was one of your, you know, priority if mm-hmm. you still want to go. And my mom at the time was like, you know, maybe that's not the right Mm-hmm. time to go to that family and for that reason I was put back on the little yes. the roster I guess you know what mm-hmm. it's called and and then you saw me again because I remember yes. you told me you saw me was like taken uh-huh. like was right. like already yes. unavailable and then it popped back up and that's whenever you were like we got a picture yes. you know and so when that they were like then they say, okay, we have another family from Louisiana. And I just remember I've never heard of Louisiana. But I, one of my sisters, and um, his name is Luciana. Uh-huh. And we just thought, like, oh, it's Luciana. So I used to call Louisiana Luciana the whole time. And, um, and so we got yeah. – um, all I've got was a little envelope they gave us contain a picture of y'all yes and, and I, I still have the picture that we sent which is so funny because we look you know, completely different yeah so i'll have to put that on the youtube yes, the that, picture that, that we sent yes um willie had didn't have any beard didn't have a beard at all no in picture? but he had funny. long hair okay yeah um and you had dark brown hair uh-huh. i remember and then there the kids and i just remember wheel with like the little cute curls yes, and um, so cute. and so it was just like when I saw that picture I was like wow what an interesting family <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I had it's kind of crazy Isn't how it crazy it's so like such like the whole process it's like 
you have to have so much faith. So much just faith. believing. Like, yes. This is like, you know. Absolutely. I don't, I can't imagine me doing, sending my kids. Can you imagine? I know. I, I don't know if I could. But yeah. Maybe like, I guess we just had so much faith and it was, yeah. God was leading the whole way right. and telling us. Yeah, you know. thinking back about it, I could just, I don't know, I just like envision like prayers going up from our family in Louisiana, mm-hmm. prayers going up with her mom in Taiwan to lead to what happened, you know, mm-hmm. and all the little bitty things that had to happen for this to happen is just so amazing and miraculous and beautiful. And I hope that there's things that you can look back on your life and be like, okay, God, look at how you orchestrated that. Like when I didn't even know, like she said, it was like when I first saw her, I was like, immediately like I remember just I remember reading that line and seeing her picture and being like okay this is who you have for us and then it was taken and then her coming back and I'm like oh that's it it. this is it you know and how incredible all of those things that God had to just orchestrate to weave our lives together is so beautiful and so if you can just take some time to like look back and think okay God what did you do in my life that that I just didn't expect or didn't see or Mm -hmm. I thought I was just pursuing this one dream, but it was actually something totally different. Mm -hmm. But um, I just remember, you know, every little aspect of that and how incredible it is. I feel like that God wove us together. Mm -hmm. One of the things that was funny. um, So when she first got here, you had you put on your chart that you spoke English. I mean, it said that. <laughs> well, I thought I did. <laughs> and so, um, but, you know, y'all had learned English yeah. in school. I think, like, imagine, okay, just like when we go to Dominican Republic. Yes. Everyone took Spanish class. Right. So, but. You, you think feel, you know some Spanish, yeah. yeah. But then when you get there, it's like the conversation just not there. No, you can't understand at all. Yeah. So we, she gets off the plane. And y'all talk so fast. And with Southern accents. Yeah, different accents. Totally yeah. different. And we are like, do you need to go to the I was like the, the, like the top of my class in my English class. Uh, I'm sure you were. No, I'm sure you were. <laughs> but she comes here and we say, do you need to go to the bathroom? And this blank look on her face. And we're like, uh-oh, she doesn't understand us. And then we had planned to go take her to get donuts because we were so excited. The kids that. wanted me to go get donuts. Yes. And um, I slept the whole way in the car. She was so tired. You, your travel over here. And then just those first few months of just adjusting. The time. Talk about that a little bit because I feel like people can relate to your adjustment here you know young people going to college or making a move because you have all these high hopes and expectations you're going to make this big move in your life and then it's hard it's not easy Mm -hmm. so tell a little bit about some of your first months here even up to your first year here um yeah like I think it's like I remember just like being in school that was Mm -hmm. like I feel kind of like lost a little bit even everyone was so nice but like there's time that like I didn't know, like, oh, there was chapel and the time change. I didn't know. And I remember there's one time, one incident was, like, I couldn't find anybody. And mm-hmm. I was so lost. And I just went to the bathroom. And I was just, like, sitting there, just you know, because I didn't. Hide out in the hide bathroom. Out, yeah, because I didn't know what to do. And, you know, and just even being, you know, at the house, I remember just even though, like, I felt, like, very welcome. But you still just, like, you know, like, yeah. feel like this is so out of my comfort zone and like, you know, and then the time change, I remember I would like try to talk to some of the friend mm-hmm. in Taiwan. Yeah. But then it's so different times. So I'll be talking mm-hmm. to them at nighttime, yeah. like in the middle of the night. Yeah. And then having to like, 
then adjust to like the morning, yeah. you know? And I, I remember think- that was the thing we said, Rebecca didn't really adjust to like, we were in central, central still, time. Still have it. Still for a long time because like, you would, she was talking to friends and family in the middle of the night, which was day there. Mm-hmm. Then she'd be so tired all through the day here. Mm-hmm. And that was something that was hard for you to adjust to. But I do remember also you, um, because of the language barrier, you mm-hmm. coming home one time upset saying like, I don't, people are laughing and I don't know if they're yeah. laughing mm-hmm. at me because mm-hmm. I don't. I don't understand mm-hmm. what they're saying, so I don't know. Maybe they're laughing at me, mm-hmm. and you're just feeling really alone in that. Mm-hmm. Can you give some kind of, like, tips for if someone is doing a big move or starting college, like, just getting married, moving to a new town, starting a new job, what are some tips to kind of, like, make it through that time? Well, I think also just, like, maybe, like, ling on people that's, mm-hmm. like, you're closest to, too. And I think, you know, I feel like I kind of learned – a lot from that just like also don't like you know don't take everything so seriously because people good. might not really be talking about you that's right <laughs> and I think like that's or good. like someone has said this before it was like you like not everyone's talking about, about you because you're like nobody is gonna think about you more than you think of yourself that's right. you know yes. uh-huh. and so I think like you know, at that age, mm-hmm. I was a teenager. Yeah. Of course, you're worried about what people are saying about mm-hmm. you, you know. But really, most people are too worried about their own selves yes. to be worried yes. about yes. you at all. Yeah. And I think, yeah, like I was insecure mm-hmm. and, you know, I was kind of, but, you know, I just, I feel like you helped me a lot. Like I, mm-hmm. I was like leaning on you a lot. Mm-hmm. I'll be like holding your hand like, every day, like, you know, um, but it just, it was hard and you just have to, you know, I think everyone goes through that stage Mm -hmm. and you just have to be confident and, you know, and don't really think about what other people are saying about you, you know, just good. Be confident and be patient too. Mm -hmm. I think just time, time heals some of those kind of things where Mm -hmm. it's like, I remember the first semester was so hard for you. And then it was like, and I tell young people this all the time who are going off to college, I'm like, don't give up the first semester because the first semester is when you want to give up. It's mm-hmm. hard. You're making, you feel very alone. There's times when you might want to hide in the bathroom, mm-hmm. but then it's like that second semester and it really takes a full year mm-hmm. to like feel connected and rooted anywhere yeah. and with whatever you're in. And so like, I think a lot of people just give up too early. Yeah. And I think like if I would have just like give up, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't have made more friends yeah. and be open up and learn more. Cause mm-hmm. like the more I'm opening up, yeah. the more I'm learning and, yeah. I'm, you know, taking in and like just learning the language, speaking mm-hmm. with more people, talking with more people. Yeah. If I just close it up, then like I would never really mm-hmm. learn anything. That's you know? good. And that so, courage to just try. Yeah. And I think that that is something in, in making relationships and friendships. I know even like when Sadie, cause she had been moved away for a while she was in Nashville and then she came back and she was like, Oh, I have to like make friends again. Mm-hmm. And like to do that, like, what do I have to do to do that? I have to like reach out. I have mm-hmm. to like make a point when someone invites me, I have to go and yeah. show up. I have mm-hmm. to be the one that invites other people mm-hmm. to things. Being intentional. And yeah. yeah, I saw you do that. I remember that first semester being really hard and you being kind of attached to me mm-hmm. and, and really talking to people at home a lot mm-hmm. and then kind of making a decision to say like, okay, I, I have yeah. to like really pour in here mm-hmm. and things change for you you mm-hmm. started building relationships and mm-hmm. having fun and enjoying school mm-hmm. and like diving into things but it took your initiative mm-hmm. rather Definitely, than just sitting yeah. back and like I'm just gonna hide yeah. in my room yeah and, and it's that can easy be just to like yeah. not you know mm-hmm. but then I I was like 
I gotta do something because、yeah. this is not gonna be the experience I'm gonna be having, you know,、right. if I don't. Yeah. yeah, and it's up to you. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. So、um, then you went off to college. You went to LSU and got your degree in fashion design and merchandising.、Mm-hmm. And Rebecca is incredibly talented and gifted, <laughs> and she's an artist and creative and always looks so cute in her fashion and everything. But getting going off to college as You have really just learned English a couple of years before that,、yeah. you know, to the extent and being able to do that. Tell me some of the things about that. That what was hard about it? What was exciting about it? I think I guess I just set myself a goal. Like I knew that's what I want to do because、mm-hmm. I remember we were looking at other colleges,、mm-hmm. but they didn't really have the degree I wanted to be in.、Mm-hmm. And so I think once I, you know, was able to go. Do that, pursue that. I was very focused on、yeah. like what I want to do because I'm like, okay. So I kind of just like put myself in like you know that design program and、yeah. then make friends like that have the same interests、yeah. and you know like and LSU is huge and have a lot of people, but I feel like I was just kind of like stay with all my、right. like minded、yeah. and group、uh-huh. of people that you know we had a lot of fun and. We stay and work really hard at night, and like stay in the studio, you know,、yeah. all night. I remember we will have like bring toothbrushes and stuff, and we'll just sleep over there. Work and we were in、um, our. It's really weird, but、um, fashion design and it's called like fashion design, textile science, and merchandising. It's、okay. like the whole big thing,、mm-hmm. and we're in human ecology building. So right beside. Our building, like right in the building with us, was like family or nutrition, nutrition、okay. study、yeah. or something.、Uh-huh. It's all group and someone.、Mm-hmm. So there would be cooking. Oh yeah, and、nice. like that would be making us breakfast and stuff. Like it was really cool. And <laughs> so we、cool. have like you know we'll be staying overnight、uh-huh. and work really hard. And then they were like,、yeah. "Do y'all want to taste this?" And you know, and it's like a big party. That's and, so fun. Yeah. yeah so, so that's good advice. Like find your people. If、yeah. you're moving to a new space, find your people. A lot people of people that- asked me, and like everyone talked about like LSU such a party school and all that. But I feel like. I've always not been the kind of person to be influenced like really、mm-hmm. easy. Yeah, and you know, because I don't like feel like, like I just never really. It's I kind of just like you know don't、yeah. feel like I need to fit in anywhere. Right. Yeah, and so I'll fit in with myself and then, <laughs> <laughs> like with you know. Yeah, and so I find my people that you know,、right. and then we kind of just yeah stay. Tight, that's you know, so good. Like that. Sometimes you can you go to a place and that there's this reputation,、yeah. but there's always people always who people. are、yeah. not doing the thing that、yeah. everyone else is doing. There's are always people, and sometimes you can really feel alone in that if you、yeah. are trying to live differently、mm-hmm. than what it seems like kind of the world is living. But you just look for your people,、mm-hmm. and also and just put your head down and work hard,、yeah. and that that will come. What's your goal? You yeah, know? and we have fun, but you know, but it's like I don't feel like I have to. Fit in with everybody、so、doing、good. all this stuff, you know, and、yeah. you know, I was invited to a lot of things, but that wasn't what I'm interested in. Then、uh-huh. I would just not go, you know. Yeah. And so and that's all right.、Mm-hmm. That's so good. All right. So after college, you went to Los Angeles for a couple of years and pursuing kind of your dream. And I remember one time. This is this is so funny because I remember she, <laughs> Rebecca. You don't even know. I was like, what are you gonna say? Rebecca was like working. This is her first time in life to have to like. You know, work, pay all her、yeah. bills, and do all that. Which you had been. I mean, you're a hard worker. Obviously, we talked about that. But it's different just being like 
living on your own living on your own in a very expensive city yes yes and i remember her calling and being like all the money i make just goes to pay my bills and i was like that's kind of adult life that's kind of adult life you know but just like that realization that like oh this is the real world and it is not easy Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of you know a lot of things that that just you have to do that aren't really fun, but yeah. you have to like work and with there, but your attitude and your positivity goes back to that contentment yeah. and happiness was always there. Like you always had that spirit of like, even though this was hard, you're still a spirit of positivity and getting through it. So what do you think, what part of, what do you think in your life? Do you think you were just kind of born with that? Or was there a moment when you were like, okay, this is who I'm going to be and how I'm going to be. I don't know. That's a really hard question. Um, I, like, I feel like I've always been kind of positive, mm-hmm. but I don't know where that, you know, because I, yeah, because mm-hmm. I've seen some of my family member, like, I don't really know it's from that either, you mm-hmm. know? So yeah. I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. Like, what would you, maybe like, God have just, you always seen that? I've always okay. seen that in you. I think maybe God just put that in you. But yeah. also, I think you, like you said, you make a decision. Yeah. You make a decision that this is how you want to be. But, you like, yeah. even, and perhaps even, I think sometimes in life, like, you know, there's this thing about how like we're either a reaction to or we're a reflection of the things that we experience. And there's yeah. some things in life that you're a reflection of the things you experience that those are the things that are kind of more positive in your life. But also sometimes there's you're a reaction to in things that like say, look, I saw this and this is how I want to be because of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's things that yeah. that you saw that you don't want to be like, yeah. or there's things that you, you do want to be like. And we learn from like, every single one of our experiences and maybe that's something like i had like growing up you know as a young kid that i don't Mm -hmm. even remember just saying you know and and i think like also just like knowing like why would i want to dwell on things like Mm -hmm. when i can just be positive and like work you know and push myself to you know do something else you know and so yeah i think i don't know maybe it was something um I, I felt like we didn't talk about this earlier about growing up in Taiwan, mm-hmm. but I think the big change in my life, like my childhood was like after my dad passed away. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a huge, like yeah. kind of really changed everything about like yeah. how I am today now. Mm-hmm. And like, I think we had this conversation when I first came because I remember just being like a little bitter and resentful about God because I felt like, like, why, why did, did this, this happen, happen to me? Yeah. And because um, I was really, really close to my dad. And mm-hmm. um, and so, but like, I remember we were praying and crying and mm-hmm. talking about this. But one of the thing like kind of reminded me now, it's like, I would never be here if it, if it wasn't for that. Because yeah. um, that was it, why I decided to do exchange student. Right. Because, uh-huh. you know, yeah. because of him, because... Yeah. He, you know, like after he passed away, I kind of went through Mm -hmm. just kind of like close myself up to, you know, like Mm -hmm. in just being really like resentful. Mm -hmm. And I think I was going just kind of hang out with bad friends Mm -hmm. and not doing the right thing. And that's when my mom was like, you got to change. You got to do something else. And maybe this will be a thing for Mm -hmm. you to, you know, like, do something else different and since I was born here I've always like wanted to go and me and my dad talked about this like mm-hmm. coming and 
he always said he was going to take me to America again and all that. So, yeah. So I think maybe that also just kind of like opens up to like the whole thing with like, hey, like this happened, but it's not big, you know, like this actually lead to something else yeah. that was going to be mm-hmm. great, you know, right. and I feel like God has planned in that yeah. the whole time. That's so good. That's that scripture that God works all things for the good yeah. for those who know and love him. And just that idea that like, yeah, you're going to go through hard times. Mm-hmm. There's going to be bad things that are going to happen in your life. But when um, you put your trust in God, you know and love Him. He's going to work those mm-hmm. things for the good, and it's it takes and time. You would never you, like expect that because yeah. like, I would never thought it would lead to this, right? You know? uh-huh. And now mm-hmm. being in y'all's family and have all you know, yeah, always like what I'm missing, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's just it's just crazy. I was thinking about as you were talking about that too, the fact that when Rowdy came into our family, mm-hmm. Rowdy lost his dad at a young mm-hmm. age as well, and that was really special because Rebecca had been through that and you were able to just connect with Rowdy in that way mm-hmm. and and speak to him in that way in a way that because you were you had had some years mm-hmm. a little bit few more years in it and not mm-hmm. that it wasn't hard or that you 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 know that's still a hard time in your life but mm-hmm. like you had enough years to look back and say oh but yeah. God mm-hmm. God was with me mm-hmm. in all of it he brought you me might through not understand it right now mm-hmm. but you know it's in the long run you will see how, yeah yeah and what a gift that was and another mm-hmm. way God kind of wove our lives mm-hmm. together yeah. and our family together for mm-hmm. you to be able to help Rowdy a little bit through mm-hmm. that too I thought that was really really special well um all right. Okay. On to the next kind of season of your life. We're kind of going through yeah. your through your life seasons. So we um, did the LA. We did LA, yeah. and then um, you moved back here. But I want to talk a little bit about the single your single years. Okay. <laughs> Willie, Willie makes fun of all the guys she brought home. <laughs> and then also, this is one funny part about Rebecca. So Rebecca is you're you're so positive and so happy, and we always say that like. She never really wanted to break up with somebody, so she just moved. It was like, it was like I, she was too nice to break up with somebody. Like, so. I think it's my personality, but, like, I'm an Enneagram 9. And so I think I just, like, always want very peaceful. Peace, yes. Uh-huh. And I don't like confrontation right. at all. And, like, so I just can never. Yeah. It's but terrible. All the guys she dated, we were just like. You know, we were we were we were not like vocal. I don't think yeah. about it, but we were just like, no, this yeah. is not well, the I one. Think also, not the this one. is something a lot of maybe younger mm-hmm. generation can learn. Like if mm-hmm. they're kind of in the season of being yeah. single too, just like I think I also just like I'll have a good friend, uh-huh. but then I don't want to lose that friend. Yeah, then I end up became like became, a relationship, relationship but it wasn't really because, meant to be but i didn't want to lose that friend because good. we're having you know like mm-hmm. i didn't want to lose that friendship right and uh-huh. so we i will say yes to dating this person mm-hmm. that i'm actually really not into yeah just because i'm comfortable right that i want to just have some friends to go get coffee with mm-hmm. have this person i can always talk to and do this thing with but you know yeah not necessary like i want to date this person to marry this person mm-hmm. but just to kill time with <laughs> I think, yeah that's true that's very honest i, I, I think know. a lot of people end up in relationships okay, like that i don't know if it's just me or not no. but you know and i you, think a lot of people end up in relationships like that i've been in, with a few friends that they end up liking me and i said no and we weren't friends anymore mm-hmm. so then i was like 
I don't want this to happen. Then I'm like, do yes. I really like this person? Because I feel this like lost, like you right. know. And like, so then I think after that, I was like, okay, maybe I should try to like date this person just so you know, see. But mm-hmm. then it's never it, really a good thing because I'm just trying to be comfortable and content with someone that I'm not really, you know, right. Into. And then mm-hmm. I feel like then. I feel bad to hurt their feelings, and I just stay in that relationship for a long time. <laughs> so, Thankfully, you did not marry yeah, any of those people know, that that. We're so thankful yeah. for that. So that's another looking back and thanking God for unanswered yeah. prayers. It's like you go back and you're like, God, thank you for you know just yeah. allowing me to wait. And mm-hmm. then you meet John Reed, yeah. and we all knew from like the moment we saw Rebecca with John Reed that like, okay, this is different. There's something too, Mama say was so funny. <laughs> so when actually like she ran into John Reed at the airport one time and it was when I was single mm-hmm. and like she talked to John Reed. John Reed mm-hmm. loves to talk to people and he's mm-hmm. really friendly and started kind of having conversation with two Mama and Sadie. Mm-hmm. Like they were on the plane together. Yeah. And then uh, so two Mama got home and she was telling me about this guy she met mm-hmm. on the plane, and she was like, do you know this guy, John Reed? Because, <laughs> you know, like, he's from here, but he looks like he's from our town. Because <laughs> like, they always say... We knew Rebecca needed somebody that looked a little bit more international. edgy. Edgier, like, yeah. a little, yeah. But it's so funny how, like, she said it. Like, yeah. it was like, she looks like she's, like, he looks like he's from our town, you know. Um, but, but yeah, That's like, so true. I think... How old were you when y'all got married? 27? 27, yeah. I so, think, yeah. Like, that's not old by any other standards at well, all. But I, in our family, we do get married and I young. I think so. that's another reason why, too, I was dating a few people because I feel like everyone is dating somebody. Yeah. Everyone is married. Everyone, you know, just mm-hmm. being from the South. And I yeah. think a lot of my high school friends and mm-hmm. you know we're getting married, we're getting married and you felt you feel, do you remember felt, feeling that pressure I do yeah. and it's you know and I, I want to encourage anyone to like you know I say I'm not easily influenced but I, was, <laughs> but I think like relationships are a little different because yeah. then you feel lonely and then you feel like yeah. you're on the clock like yeah like because if you don't then everyone's going to be taken you know yeah. and and that's and, not true that is a lie you know, know just that thought that like and I remember you being nervous to move back home because thinking yes. oh I'm not going to meet anybody because it's a small town yeah. and I'm like nope that is a lie. Like you, it, you in LA, meet. I like. I feel like there's still a lot of single people, yeah. you know, and there's a reason why there's a lot of single people. But but it was just like I was like, well, I'm gonna get home. Like there's not gonna be anybody. Everyone I went to high school with, uh-huh. Mary. Everyone, you yeah. know, and so, and then you move back home and you meet the love of your life. Yes, yeah. and which is I've never thought. Like I didn't think I was ever gonna be with someone actually from Monroe uh-huh. and. It's a huge country boy. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. A hunter. He loves his I think three he's wheelers. like probably the most like country out of like all the. Uh, I don't know. Jacob. Jacob probably yeah, wins Jacob's that one. A, yeah. yeah. But. But John Reed's John Reed's, he's yeah. country. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But he's perfect for you. And like we knew it from day one. And um, it's been so fun to see your relationship. And now you have two beautiful children, Zane and Holland. And they are the cutest. If you do not 
follow Rebecca. You've got to follow Rebecca to see her kids. There's a lot of pictures. <laughs> a lot of pictures of the kids. They're so cute and so much fun. So what do you feel like God is kind of like teaching you in, in this moment, in this moment of as a mom of two, a wife, uh, you have a, a small business, you're kind of pursuing a little bit of your passion with fashion. What is God teaching you kind of in this season that you're in? Well, it's crazy and it's, you feel like there's never a time to just like slow down because yeah. there's mm-hmm. always something going on. And like, I feel like, especially after having a second child, mm-hmm. it's just like, whoa, like it really <laughs> like blew my mind. Cause like with just one kid, I was like, oh, I got this, you yeah. know, I can like, I started the kids baby clothing business mm-hmm. right after, like kind of after Zang was born and I was like, I can do this and you know. And then after Holland was born, I was like, okay, I got to take a break. Like, I kind of just like, you know. But um, it's so much fun. But it's just like, you feel like times are, every day is, the times are so slow. Because you're with them. You're like, okay. Mm -hmm. But then you look back, it's like, times are going so fast. Yes. So it's, they say like, the days are slow, but the years, uh, wait, the days are the days are long, long but the years are short. short. Yeah, yes. that's kind of so how I true. feel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I say, like, you know, I'm still kind of adjusting to the season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have have to, like, really kind of, like, learn from so many people yeah. and get advice from mm-hmm. people that have been through because it's hard. Yeah, you know? it is. And mm-hmm. I now, don't know how people. You talking about it takes me back to those years, you know, as a young mom. And I remember that so vividly, that feeling like. Well, one, just counting the minutes to nap time. Yes. Yeah, we're like, bedtime. At, it's our bedtime at night to be like, okay, at some point they are yeah. going to sleep and I'm yeah. going to have a little bit of time to myself. Yeah. But just, you know, there are some days that just felt really long because you're just in the just kind of like grind of it, you know, yeah. but then also how quickly you look back and you're like, oh my goodness, I know. she's already, Holland's already one. That's insane. It's, it's so yeah. crazy. But, um, and then also that feeling of like, okay, is this, is this going to be my, my whole life? Yeah, yes. everything. I ha- I do have other passions and yes. dreams and things that I love. Mm-hmm. And and one thing that I remember really helping me in that time was reading that quote about how like you can do everything you want in life, but just not all at once. And just that, mm-hmm. and it was so, so good, good for me to hear. And like now looking back, I'm like, you have plenty of time. Mm-hmm. You are going to get to do the things that God puts mm-hmm. on your heart and the talents and gifts, but it might not be right now. Mm-hmm. Like right now, this might be need to be where mm-hmm. you are, but not that you can't be pursuing other things mm-hmm. along the way too. But when you try to kind of like do it all at once, mm-hmm. I think that's when the burden just becomes too mm-hmm. heavy. And I think as women, sometimes we're kind of told like, you can have it all, you yeah. can do it all, but mm-hmm. that comes with a price and a mm-hmm. cost where when you think, okay, you can do it all, you can have it mm-hmm. all, but like, don't try to do it all at once. Mm-hmm. Like, trust me, that's too big of a burden to carry. Yeah. Take your time. You've yeah. got plenty of time. Yeah, and I think like also just like don't compare yourself to other people, so you know, because mm-hmm. it's hard to see like, oh, well, how can they do this and do this and make their house yeah. like, like their house look spotless. And yes. then like, I feel the pressure of like having to clean all the time and like just a lot mm-hmm. of stuff like piling on my mind all the time, you yes. know? And, and that I- is such another like lie of the enemy. And I feel like social media mm-hmm. has brought that so much. I just, I do think that, 
you know, when I was a young mom, we didn't have that comparison mm-hmm. like you do now. But if you think about, like, someone can make one little area of their house yes. look really spotless and, I see, I've been and really cute. Yes. That, like, lately, have you? Yeah, and like showing, like, oh, this is like where they took the photo, uh-huh. and like right beside it is like super messy. Yes, and like I love seeing stuff like that because it's just like real. I feel like you know related. And, yeah, and so, but yeah, mm-hmm. like I think you know even like. I would talk to John Reed all the time. Like, sometimes I'll go through, like, days I'm like, I can't do this. This mm-hmm. is terrible. I just need a break. But then, like, the next day I'm like, oh, you know. Yeah. Like, it's, I think yes. it's just, like, mm-hmm. you just need to give yourself grace. Give yourself grace. That's so good. You know? I love that. And there's another thing. I remember um, reading this quote whenever our kids were young. It was like, um, not that this is all men or husbands or whatever, but it was like a man says he's going to go to bed. No, okay, a woman says she's going to go to bed and she like gets up, she like loads the dishwasher, fixes the bottles, puts another load on the laundry, you know, does all these this long list of things. But before she goes to bed, and a man says he's going to go to bed, and he goes to bed. Yeah, yeah. and like, and like immediately, I'm like, how did you? How did you just go to sleep so like fast. that? And yeah. so, not that that that's a big generalization, but sometimes just give yourself permission to just go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I remember whenever I read that and thought, you know, that's so true. Like. I say I'm going to go to bed, and then I have this long list of things. But then by the time I get in bed, then my brain is thinking about all the other lists of oh things I need to do. I do that all the yes. time, and then I can't sleep. So you can't go to sleep by and then. I'm, like, I'm in bed. I should be sleeping. Yes. And I'm thinking about all the things I have to do. Yes. And then it's just like a cycle is like very unhealthy. So sometimes then- just say, like, I'm going to bed and literally, like, walk to the bed. <laughs> Don't do anything yeah. else. And just give yourself permission to do that. And um, and yeah, sometimes and there's nothing, a lot you have to do. Yeah. You have to stay up late and you got to yeah. do it. That's just life. Like not yeah. that you're going to always be able to do yeah. that. But nothing cannot wait till the yeah. morning. Yes. Yeah. So... All right. Well, this was really fun, Rebecca. It wasn't as painful as you thought. No, it was. I'm glad. <laughs> Good. You did great. This was really fun. I give you my first, my virgin podcast. I love it. I'm so proud. I'm so proud. This was awesome. I love you so much. I'm so grateful that you're a part of our family. And I'm so grateful to get to just sit here and talk to you yeah, today. it was fun. All Thank right. You. Thanks. Thanks for listening.